This podcast is brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Yes, it is, mate. We are all done and dusted with the podcast royale now, and we are looking forward to Magic Round. We yeah. are. You know what that means? What does that mean, Josh? It means there's going to be thousands of people in the Caxton car park getting blokes down their throats. Thousands of people getting thousands of blokes down thousands of throats. It's going to be so fucking sick. Do you reckon there's ever been more blokes down blokes' throats? And women's throats as well In one place at one time Absolutely not Guinness, no. Guinness World Records were here They'd be breaking that record And there's not a place that I'd rather get a bloke down my throat Than the Caxton Car Park at Magic Round No, it's the greatest place to get a bloke down your throat So guys, if you want to get a bloke down your throat And you're not going to be at the Caxton Make sure you go to blokeatabar.com Put in your postcode on the store locator And find out where you can get some bloke Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof? Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the word I'm looking for, method. Uh, It's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone wow we've heard klutzy talk about philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating i've seen klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but i've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fixed make sure you go to domino's uh try the philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our instagram and in our facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles so check them out and thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week bloody brilliant beers bloody brilliant beers bloody brilliant sport and welcome back to the Bloody Brilliant Beers podcast brought to you by Bluebet uh, my name is Klutz I'm not with Das today I've got two fucking horny looking blokes <laughs> on the couch in Crow and Beto fellas how are we yeah, good, mate. Yeah, cheers for having me on. Hey, it's good. Mate, thanks for coming on. Um, I actually can't remember what the intro is because Das does it, but we started <laughs> off reviewing... breakdown cra- analysis. Yeah, we, <laughs> we started off reviewing craft beers. Uh, now we bring you chats you're most likely here at the front bar of your local. We're at our local, which is the Caxton Hotel, and this is our sports show. So, yeah, if you're looking for a breakdown of stats and analysis, just fuck off right now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, as I said, we've got Crow and Beto on the couch today. He's uh, probably, well, he's no longer a bachelor. I was going to say, he was the hottest, most eligible bachelor in Australia, (laughs) but he's been taken. So, Mm. 
Yeah, fuck. How are we, gentlemen? We're good. This good, does man. feel like uh, when the teacher goes out of the classroom and you get the kids running the classroom <laughs> yeah, a little bit without Darcy. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked, hey. There's no, no direction. Darcy's mm. bug usually steers his shit. So. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this could we be half that. This could be yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, fucking oath. Uh, every, no. um, every time I walk into the cactus and I say that, I got. There's one thing I like, one story I think of every time I walk in here, eh? Yeah. And um, it'll probably get me cancelled this year, but <laughs> it had nothing to do with sport. But <laughs> we were, I was like, I was 18 years old and um, I had two of my mates and they were um, they were working on a um, like a station up in the Cape. Yeah. And um, like, as you as you know, it's pretty pretty rough up there. And they, um, I get a call one day and he's like, oh, Beto, um, I've just, man, um, me to mate Jimmy, he goes, oh, me and Benny have just um, landed back in Brizzy. Like, we've just come back down here for the weekend. He's like, we're going to the Caxton for a beer. Like, come come meet up with us. And I was like, oh, right, oh. I'd never been to the Caxton before. Like, I was fresh 18. So I rolled into the Caxton. They were here in the front bar. Anyway, like, as you can expect, like, they love their rumbos. Good, good yeah, country, yeah. country Queensland men up the um, Cane Cutter Cordial. And um, we were getting into our work. <laughs> and... Um, Boys are full as Dolly Parton's bar, and does the <laughs> does the um does the okay, does the front bar still turn into a dance floor? Uh, like like straight, to, yeah, straight yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, yes. so we were there, we were there, and it was like getting on into the night. The boys, yeah, had a skin full, and um, my mate Jimmy walks back. He'd been on the dance floor. He walks back over, and um, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I was just um, he goes, a chick on the dance floor. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, but he's like, oh, she, I don't know. Like, it sm- she smells a bit off. Like, <laughs> put his fingers up to my nose and it's reeked. And I was like, oh. And um, Benny's rum and coke was sitting on the table. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, just wash it off in Benny's rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> So he, <laughs> he jumps his fingers and just like swirls them around. You know, Benny's walking back over and as he pulls up a table, Jimmy's like, Oh, Benny, scale your drink, bud. Oh, oh no. He's just going like, yeah. Grabbed it, mate, just gone shunk. Within like two milliseconds, it's just come like, Oh, oh no. Yeah. He's like coughing and splattered. And he looks at Jimmy and like wearing tears, like I'm <laughs> folded in half. And um, he looks at him, he's like, what the fuck did you do to it? <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I just put me put my fingers in there. He goes, oh, there must have been something on them. And Benny looks at him and he goes, oh. and the plot thickens. <laughs> 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 oh but my god! To this day, every time I walk into the cacti, I always walk in. I'm like, and the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. That is fucking outrageous. Bro, the caco was so wild as an 18-year-old. Like, coming in here was just, it was, yeah, like no man's land. It was fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. The track's a, uh, used well, probably still does, but used to attract a fairly... um, Really loose crew. Oh yeah. <laughs> As you said, you texted when you were here and you're like, it's so weird with the car park yeah. car park. This year I was like, yeah. I, was like I, was, I was driving in and I was sort of like, Oh, there's no street parking and then I was like, Oh, 
that's actually a car park. Yeah. Like, I'm usually used to just being like, yeah, off me dial in there. Yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, it's it's still the same old caco, which is good to hear. Uh, but, mate, we've got you in. You've come from out west. Where have you actually come from today? Uh, oh, just out of Injun. Oh, we're a bit just northwest of Injun. Yeah, right. If you, know where, if you know where the mighty June is, mate. But, mate, I actually don't. <laughs> well, it's about an hour north of Roma. Yeah, right. So, yeah, there we go. west of Roma, then north about an hour, and we're just northwest of in June. Fucking yeah. hell. Remember the Eagles, yeah. mate. The Mighty, yeah, the mighty, mighty Eagles. The Mighty, the mighty Eagles. Yeah, Jacko, you know everything about him, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's playing cricket, mate. He tells me every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not many runs to speak of. But, uh, oh, I think so I'm, I'm playing, what, three, three or four games of cricket this year for the Mighty Injun Eagles, and um, I think I've got two ducks. <laughs> and uh, I think I got caught for about... Six and a yeah, couple weeks. Would have felt like a century for you, man. Yeah, it did actually. Yeah, I really <laughs> felt like a contributor for once. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fuck, you might be playing for Australia soon with those figures. <laughs> <laughs> How good. Um, well, look. For the listeners out there today, I thought we'd go slightly different and let Crow sort of uh, steer the ship. <laughs> he's got a massive run sheet of things to go through. <laughs> yeah, he messaged me the other day. He's like, are there any questions like we can't talk about? And I was like, no, bud. No, go <laughs> for it. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> pulls up his phone. He's all this shit now. I won't go through all of them, but a few little things. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, so for anyone who's listening for the first time to this, we have had a bit of a like a little running battle since I kind of came on the sports show, um, I guess. And for anyone who doesn't remember, you, you did play for the Canberra Raiders <laughs> before being a TV star on The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, but how does someone come from Miles to Canberra? How does that journey go? Um, oh, yeah, well, mate, obviously, like, started playing footy just as an under six out there. Like, there's literally, like, nothing else to do out there. So everybody yep. just plays footy. Yeah. And then... Um, I was playing um, for Southwest, was my, my regional team in the in the school comp. Yep. Um, and um, we were at Mackay. I was the under twelve under twelve comp in Mackay, and um, uh, Canberra Raiders scout uh, pro, like found out who my mum and dad were, and basically went up and just said, "Oh, you know, we'd love to sign Luke up to a scholarship." And um, you know, yeah, we you know, I think he's bloody half handy, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and we just sort of like had a, had a few sort of different clubs because I was as I was saying earlier the. Back then, you could. I don't think there was really a, a limit on what age you could sign kids. So, yep. like, yeah, back mm. in back then, like literally, like eleven and twelve year old kids sort of had scholarships with NRL um, clubs. And it, yeah, I think they've brought a rule in now that's like fourteen or fifteen year old or something. But yeah, and just and literally went from there. So signed a scholarship with them, and then signed a contract with them when I was fifteen, and and they moved me down because they were South Slogan at the time, yep. um, and came through like the same pathways like Josh Papali and Anthony Milford and. Good Raiders, man. Likes of them, yeah. Yes. Much, who are much better and have done much bigger things than I have. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're on a scholarship like 12, like are the club checking in on you or is it just like, what does that even mean? Mate, nah, not really. You sort of, it just sort of, I think they like, maybe like twice a year, they probably have like a week. It was like a, they might do like a weekend training camp. Yeah, sort of right. Thing. Make like sure you're, yeah. you're still all right. At yeah, yeah. Never sign the wrong bloke. Too, yeah, and I think like it was. I think the scholarship too was like sort of like oh they'd pay for you like if you had to go away for footy like they'd pay you your fees sort of yeah. thing. Like yeah. here's here's a pair of boots. We'll pay your footy fees and like twice a year you'll have a training camp in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. A lot. yeah. Fuck, that must yeah. be great. Yeah, flop that around the schoolyard. Well, I, I hated them, but like because when like you'd have to spend like you'd come down here and I was a country kid, so you'd come down to Brizzy. And then you get thrown in with like all the Brisbane blokes and you wouldn't know any of them. Mm. So you're like just like this one country kid in this like footy camp. And like I remember like that, you know, you'd, you'd get the old like yoga mat 
like bed deal like everyone's sleeping in like yeah, a, a yeah. common room and you get like the yoga mat and um yeah and I always like just like roll me mat out in the corner because I didn't know anyone Mr. Saga <laughs> yeah. just be like, I'd like get there on like a Friday hour and I'd be like I just can't wait till my parents pick me up on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. With many of the boys that you went through, did they end up uh, making it with you or? Well, a couple a couple of the boys come down to Canberra with me the same yeah. age. Probably the most notable one would be Branko Lee. Yeah, Branks, right. Yeah, me and Brank sort of come through together and like and went down um, to Canberra together. And there were a couple other boys, but they sort of didn't kick on after 20s. Yeah. Yeah, Branko, me and Branko were probably like from my age group with the Raiders, they're sort of like the two blokes who... Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Was he massive as a kid? Because he was huge at like 18. We we paid, um, I remember we paid for Logan Brothers under 16s um, together one year. And you, it was literally like, give the ball to Branko. Yeah. Like it, was just yeah. Like, it was literally just like, give it to Branko and let him let him do whatever he does and he'll score a try and we'll win the game. That's yeah. fucked. <laughs> he was such a gun in 20s, yeah. man. He was a freak. Yeah. Yeah. But um, in the uh, one of these articles I was looking at for research, we'll say, um, <laughs> it described you as a junior swimming champion in miles. And I've got to ask, a junior swimming champion in central Queensland is surely just <laughs> the only kid who can get to the other end of the pool. Well, look, I've never compared myself to Ian Thorpe, first of all. <laughs> yeah, um, and never ever um, got disqualified. So, that, you know. That only uh, happens to the great swimmers. Now <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I represented. No, I was, I was a pretty good little swimmer actually. Like I um, butterfly was my really. Sport. Yeah, wow. I think butterfly. I think just because like I was like strong as a kid, like and sort of like yeah had strength. I could just butterfly better than other kids just because I was simply stronger. Like, yeah, I wasn't really a technique or anything thing. But I re- represented Queensland at the. Um, Pan Pacific Championships in 2007 or 8. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. I would not have picked yeah. that. No, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Fucking hell. There you go. Yeah. Well, Practicing uh, your breaststroke or your fucking butterfly <laughs> on the fucking dirt out there. Yeah. So good. Mate, we had a good pool, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, You'd have to have a good pool in the country yeah. towns because it gets that's fucking all hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was literally like pool and in what summer. You? It was like, yeah, pool in summer and yeah. footy in winter. Yeah. And that was literally all you're done. Yeah. Actually, now you say it, we had a few boys from like Quilpie and stuff that came to school and they were freak Swim- swimmers. Yeah, yeah. Freak swimmers. What else? Yeah, literally there's nothing else. Yeah, to do. no, it's I'd fucking want to be a little water aquatic man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, so good. Well, you'd move up for the water, mate. Yeah. Bro, I used, to, I used to do swimming and then I couldn't do the early mornings, so I gave it up. Yeah. To weed out yeah. people like you, mate. Yeah. What was that? I said it's to weed out people like you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the, uh, says, says Thorpey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few junior honours in my swimming career myself. What disqualifying yourself? <laughs> no, man, I bounced back great right, the year after. Did y'all? Yeah, I was I was tenth in Queensland as a ten year old. Jesus, yeah. finally your cricket career was the same because you clearly didn't <laughs> bounce back from that. Well, it's hard to manage as a multi sport athlete uh, in the summer. <laughs> you cricket and you're swimming. We'll put it down to that. Yeah, fuck. But, fair um, enough. The article I read this in, we've spoken about this before, but um, you were actually the first ever rugby league player to come out as straight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and um, yeah, the uh, the story I'll do the, the intro for it, but you can maybe talk about it. It was a bit of a storm. Was um, under twenties origin, Beto mm. was playing for Queensland, and um, the six for New South Wales that day was a half. You may have heard of him now, Mitchell Moses, and um, he said something to Beto that got heard on the refs mic um, and through the Fox Sports feed, which uh, 
was suggest it was a homophobic slur, we'll say. Yeah. And uh, immediately people essentially assumed that it was because Beto was gay. And um, he, it was, there were Curia Mail articles, including articles from his mum <laughs> saying, everyone's been asking me if my son's gay and I swear he's not gay. And that's, oh before God. he even played a game of first grade, it was like Luke Bateman, um, like the, the victim yeah, of a yeah. uh, awful sledge. Mate, it was funny, eh? Cause yeah, he called me, he called me an effing gay C, which like, which, you know, like. Yeah. Mate, Back not, then a very common footy yeah, term. Yeah, like, you know, you've probably heard a fair few times on any yeah. sporting field. Yeah. But anyway, not that, yeah, not that I agree with what it was said, but like, yeah, anyway. So I didn't even, I don't even remember hearing it. Yeah. And then the next morning I remember like, we got, I think we, we lost, we might have got pumped, but anyway. Um, usually to get pumped yeah, in those games. Yeah, no, those games, I think I lost by like 50 every year. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> but um, the next morning I've woken up and I'm just like cruising down to Brecky, not really thinking anything and like grab the paper and like literally like in the paper, it's like Luke Bateman suffers homophobic slur. <laughs> oh my God. And like, man, then I like my, um, my, like my Facebook and everything, like I had like all like all these um all these gay um men like messaging me like we support you and like all this sort of stuff and i was sort of like oh you know and um i had to literally come out and be like hey like i really appreciate the support everybody <laughs> but i just absolutely know like i'm not gay and then <laughs> it's a crazy story for a guy who <laughs> had yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, was, no, I, been, I was i think i was 18 yeah I was 23, yeah, I was 18. Like, I was 18. Holy I literally, like, come out in the media, like, literally, like, my first ever, my first that, ever media opportunity. <laughs> and I've got to be like, hey, not gay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so fucking and funny. And then, like, they, yeah, like, my mum, they ran my mum, and they're like, oh, you know, my mum's like, oh, Luke's not gay. And then, like, so first thing is walk into training, like, the next day. And I walk in and like immediately, as soon as I walk in, all the boys are like, mummy says I'm not gay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I chopped it, eh? Oh, it, yeah, it, it was unfortunate. Wrong place, wrong time. Oh, well, <laughs> jokes on Mitch Moses because he's <laughs> fucking atrocious in the Origin Arena and gets pumped every day for it. Oh, no offence, yeah. mate. No offence. That's oh, so fucking wild. Yeah. Fuck, can you imagine that now? Like, Jesus oh, Christ. Amazing, yeah. It was a fair blood then. Yeah. Mitch, yeah. He had to ring me and like apologise and everything. And I was sort of like, mate, I was like, like it's all good. You didn't actually like offend me, but beg for it, you little bitch. <laughs> 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 That'd be so good. <laughs> oh fuck. But, um, yeah, from there, eighteen months later, you made your debut. Yeah, well, at the Raiders. Yeah, oh, you're telling the story, yeah, I mean, <laughs> mate. You, you remember my career better than I do, probably, mate. But um, <laughs> yeah, as Raider three two eight, Shark Park round one 2015. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Round one debuts are special though because it means first, first, like you're in the first team kind of thing. Like yeah, baby yeah. Round one. What was Ricky yeah. like, mate? Well, he um, oh, he was sweet. I, he um, he walked up to me at training one day and he was like, if I um said yeah, like. Uh, when do you think you'd be ready to play first grade? Like, what would you say? And I was sort of like, oh, is this a trick question? Like, yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, mate. Like, I was like, oh, I, th I think I'm pretty ready now, but like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah. I've never played first grade, like, I yeah. Like, but, I, but I feel ready for it. And he's like, oh, well, that's good because you're playing this weekend. Fuck. And I was like, Fuck. I was like mate, and like as a 20 year old kid, you literally yeah. like. And he's like, go home and like you're jizzing everywhere. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like literally like what you'd like as a six-year-old kid, like you'd yeah. always dreamed of. Like you're like, it's hard to like take in. And I remember, because um, I remember um, Shawnee Fenton, I think 
He was just coming back from a knee recovery. Yeah, he did. That's your late 2014. Yeah, so he was sort of a bit unfit. So they were sort of like, we'll chuck, we'll chuck Bato in at 17 just because, like, Fano's usually like an 80-minute player. Yeah. But he's just come back from a knee recovery. Like, we probably can't push him to 80 minutes. So we'll just chuck Bato in at, um, at 17. And, um, yeah, and then went up there and... Dane Dane Tilsh was my um, was my first ever Far roommate. out man. <laughs> Dude, mate, Tilsh was like the king of wisdom, mate. Like, was, <laughs> yeah. We walk into the hotel room. He's like, oh, you know, the first you, what, the first thing I, I'm going to teach you as like a young kid, and I'm like, you know, waiting for these like pearls of wisdom. And he's like, take the throw rug off your bed in the hotel room <laughs> because. They never wash them and people have sex on them. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I was like, I was like, sweet tells you like, what did you say? Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, we sort of feel those old boys in that pack that he was like, Shiloh was still there. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Frank Paul was there for his first year. Um, well, Frank, yeah, we had Frank, Frank and Paul. Um, Shiloh was like there. I was coming to Tommy Leroy Lars, yep. Tilsey. Um, and a few battlers like Jared fuck. Kennedy, Jake Foster. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those boys were there. <laughs> fuck your um, knowledge on the Raiders. Is <laughs> fucked, mate. Campo, like, and then like, obviously, yeah, Campo, like, well, Campo greats, was man. there. Um, even like my first year there, uh, like Shawnee Berrigan and stuff. Yeah, there, oh, one of the greats. Yeah. Was Sean Berrigan yeah, there when you were? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, Actually, Sean Berrigan's you know, fucking sick to watch. Mate, as it, when he was in his prime, Berrigan yeah. was a yeah. gun. Yeah. He was still like, he was a loose unit. Like when he went on, because I was just a young kid, so like, when I would walk into like the dressing shed, you'd have like, you know, you got like Sean Berrigan, Tom Leroy Lars, mm. David Shillington, like blokes like like origin players. Yeah. And you'd yeah. walk in and you'd just be like like you'd just like have your head down and like just like scuffle through. Yeah. And um but man, yeah, Barrow was a champion. Yeah, he's a Actually, champion. you know, um you know the other day how you were talking about like the conspiracies or whatever. Yeah. And you were talking about um <laughs> Wally Lewis's <laughs> them picking, oh, yeah, up, the picking up his no, car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, um one, um, we had our Christmas party one year. It was Barrow's for like Barrow just come down and they'd given Barrow like just he like just come down before Christmas and they like give Barrow like just like like a little crap like it just he's like I just need four wheels like just to get around yeah <laughs> yeah this piece of shit and um, we had um, like a, a afternoon at the um, we had like barefoot bowls yeah so everyone's driven there and I've like, got on the beer so everyone just caught a taxi home. <laughs> Like Shiloh, Tilsey, Tommy Lee, and Lars come back the next morning to pick their cars up and his Barrow's little like <laughs> The boys have picked it up, tipped it on its roof. Barrow shows up next day, pick his car up and he's sitting on its roof. <laughs> <laughs> That is oh, so mate. <laughs> How did you react to that? Imagine rocking up. Just, oh, oh, that's mate, so like fucking funny. Day. But yeah, like those, all those older boys were like- That's a good crew of forwards, man. Mate, it was like, they, yeah. they were champion blokes yep. too. Like, I remember Shiloh, like, Shiloh was a mate, great bloke. Like, just as a mentor. Yeah. Like, he'd always sort of like look out for you and like, just give you pieces of advice and yep. stuff, which is mm. what you want from those blokes. Like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'd be nothing worse than going in and the old fellas just being a fucking cunt, Mate, not helping you out at all. Hundred percent. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's just it's good to like because you literally like going there and like so scared, and then they're just like, "Mate, like." 
come in, like have yeah. fun, and just feel relaxed and comfortable off the bat. Like, yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. With Barrow, so like growing up, were you like a Broncos supporter or? Oh, I was when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And then when I signed with the Raiders, I started supporting the Raiders. Yeah, but like yeah. I was obviously, mate, you Queen, got it. Queensland till I die. Like, yeah, mate, Barrow, like. Anyone who's played Pulled the Maroon jersey on Is a god Yeah like, Fucking know, I And I was like Barrow's Yeah he's a champion Yeah I would have been So fucking Yeah sick. yeah 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 That is mad yeah. But oh, um so, <laughs> Jack's um, sitting over here Just like starry eyed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing names That I love And I'm just like Yup 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 But um So your only coach You had in NRL Was Ricky yeah, What was he like to play under Obviously gave you Your Mate. debut jersey So some highs <laughs> Stick Um very, very emotionally driven man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was um you'd never really know what to expect. Like after a win, you always knew what you get. Like yep. I'd say like every coach after a win is the same. Yeah. But after a loss, mate, it was just like what were we like you Rick just Noble. had no you're literally just walking on eggshells and you're like, What am I gonna walk into here? Because you're either you're either walking into like literally getting like abused and like having your manhood stripped from you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you're getting like a bit of a positive, like, you know, like boys, like really good effort. Like we showed up there and like, didn't matter. Like, like it didn't matter whether the loss was good or not. Like it was just like, mm. it was just, yeah. Like throw a dart in the dark. And yeah, I just like, fuck. do not know what I'm in a copy. Yeah. I would yeah, hate that. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was tough. Yeah. I'm thinking tough. like, imagine that in a sixth grade sense. <laughs> <laughs> All the boys are fucked. You've had 12 people rock up for a 15-man game at Ipswich. You've been beaten by 60 points and you just get home. <laughs> sure, you'd he would never in, do it. Mate, literally after the last night, you'd walk into video and you've replayed like every second of the 80 minutes and you're like, oh, like my foot was like a little bit like too far to the left here like I'm, i'll probably get absolutely rinsed like you're literally just like dissecting like every tiny part of the game thing like what is ricky gonna absolutely abuse me about like today yeah, yeah. and then like most of the time he never would but you're just like so scared for yeah, it. yeah 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 he's just me like outside of looking in is like when you're winning just an unreal coach to have because yeah, he loves yeah. winning more than anyone but when <laughs> yeah, you're losing yeah. it's just like oh get, i'd rather be yeah. anywhere else in the world is there one particular blow up like either for yourself or for the team that you remember the most oh. nah it's they all sort of meld into one yeah. i suppose it's hard to pick out one yeah my my the one that always like always think is after literally that that field goal. That <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember coming back into the um to the sheds and I was like, fuck! Like I was like, I've just lost just the game, and I was like, oh, I'm getting on the front foot. Like I'm gonna go apologize. Apologize <laughs> <laughs> to Ricky. Ricky, yeah. <laughs> so I walked up to him and I was just like, I was like, mate, I was like, that that's on me. Like that's um yeah, like I lost this game. Like that that's literally on me. He's like, I don't want to hear about whose fucking fault it was. Like, I don't give a fuck. I just, yeah, literally. Just, I was just like, oh, yeah, no worries at all, man. was not that. Yeah. Oh, like, just, yeah, don't apologise. <laughs> yeah, fuck I it. Saw, I um, Blake Austin was on a pod this week and he was talking about a 2016 game. It was against Para where um, we got smoked. Oh, 36-6, yeah. like Kieran Foran ran rampant. And it was like, apparently you had a long turnaround before that game. And he was asking for a bit of feedback after. And one of the boys <laughs> apparently said, oh, I think in the long break, we got trained a bit hard. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the worst yeah. thing he could possibly say to Ricky oh, Stewart. Literally, that's, yeah. No, nah, you never tell Stick like it was too hard. But that's the thing, like, after a win, like, you get, like, a nice cruisy week. You get to refresh. And after a loss, you just, like, bash each other all week. And you're like, I'm not sure, like, oh, 
I don't really how, quite yeah. understand it's a bit the, the tactics here, almost, but yeah. yeah, like not sure flogging us all week and having us low energy for the next game is the best way to go about it. But I am not an NRA head yeah, coach. I never have been, so yeah. I won't pretend to speak on it. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem like it's like as a not a master technician, but like if you lose, it's not a like this or that. It's you just weren't tough enough, or you weren't yeah. you didn't play tough enough. Yeah, so you just get flogged. Yeah, really, like, he'd take it like personally, like oh, he's like I, he's like I um. I gave you an easy training session last week. I knew I shouldn't have done that. Like, and then you just come out and you just played like just bad. You just like, oh. I was like, I'm pre- I don't think it was because of the easy training session. <laughs> no. Yeah. And also no. said he would be like, um, he'd be like, I've got to go in that press conference now, and I'm going to defend you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he would literally strip your manhood from you. Eh? Like, he would literally be like, he'd be like, you are not men. Like, you are just boys, like, playing at men. And you'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, I was probably saying the same things from the cows. <laughs> yeah. 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 All you do is go back through your old Twitter feed oh, and just say what you tweeted. Well, yeah, some of the games I want to talk about is not – 2016, <laughs> if we fast forward, one of the great years to be a Raiders fan. Yeah. One ten on the trot. Yeah. Home semi. Um, beat the Panthers in the home semi. Made the prelim. But I don't want to talk about that that much. I want to talk about 2017. <laughs> We go into the year as premiership favourites and it is just like the darkest year I've ever watched as a Sporting fan. Like, <laughs> literally, it was the exact same 17 apart from like Edric and yeah. um, Paul Vaughan left. Mm. And we'd come off that super hot run and first game of the season is on my birthday in Townsville and we lose on a field goal, like Jonathan Thurston Dang, field goal yeah, and golden yeah, point, yeah, yeah. hits the bottom of the crossbar and sits in the end goal. And then they dive, Gavin Cooper dives That's on right, it to score. Yeah. That's how round one goes. <laughs> then in like round eight, Dylan Walker kicks a penalty goal off both posts from 45 metres out yeah. to lose in Golden Point. Yeah. And then there's another game against Penrith in Bathurst where yeah. we're up 20 to 12 with three minutes to go with the ball and lose in regulation. They scored two tries and two sets. I didn't even see Tyrone Peachy put the ball down because as soon as I saw who's going to score, like turn the TV off. <laughs> I like put my phone on Do Not Disturb, didn't talk to anyone for hours, came back to my phone and there's like a hundred messages genuinely worried for my well-being. <laughs> Because this team had just broken me by mid-season. I hated them so much. My favourite thing there is that you would have been 20. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, I was 20. This is <laughs> a 10-year-old cracking the shit. This is a grown man yeah. watching his dreams fall apart, man. I don't Fucking know how I was hell. in the playing group, but it was from, horrible. From that first game, like, what were your thoughts on what was going to happen? Like, oh, I just thought they'd figure it out. Like, I was like, one game wasn't, wasn't concerned. Round two, we got pumped by the Sharks at home. I was a bit worried. Yeah. But then we pumped mm. the Tigers round three. And then round four, we played at Suncorp, lost by one. And we were down by one with about five to go. And we refused to set up for a field goal. And Blake Austin, after the game, I think said like, oh, you know, we just always back ourselves to score a try. Um, like, you know, we, we're never going to set up for a field goal. I was like, oh, all right. Like, yeah. all right <laughs> that all right. sounds like a man yeah. is scared of kicking a field goal. <laughs> and then that season, we lost like 10 games by one to two points. Like, we just kept losing by one point. Yeah. And it kind of sucked. Like, that, that yeah. game kind of summed up the season. It was never, every time it was yeah. close, played it awfully. Yeah, um, and yeah, went from premiership favourites, not even making the eight, and yeah. it was a dark winter. Yeah, Fuck. it was a dark preseason <laughs> following that. And yeah. then all the small like Papa and stuff came back really overweight for twenty eight after the twenty seventeen World <laughs> yeah. Cup. It was just flowed into the next year, another awful season. Yeah. When was the year you guys made the grandy? Nineteen. Nineteen. Next year. Fuck. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, seventeen, eighteen are like the two darkest. Canberra Raiders timelines you'll ever see. 
Fuck. And also two and one. Yeah, two and one. Sorry about that. Mate. No, yeah, oh, plenty of fault. So that was salsa. Don't you go take it? I don't, I don't care whose fault it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me currently. I literally. Um, I like to think of myself as a player manager, uh, particularly in NFL. Um, I literally, before coming here, deleted my game, like deleted my save game because my Patriots team is that bad and I thought I'd player manage that well. That's so, the thing, man. You can't, da- you can't dashboard and quit when you're watching the Raiders. You know? I wish yeah, I could. Yeah, I know. Do you reckon that you, like, do you, reckon that you um, invest too much like personal energy and time into- I like, think you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that needs answering. I think my, I'm not sure. My loved ones would say the same. When, when you're-, when you're um, a sporting team elicits that much of a like reaction in you. Um, it could be like something to look at. Eh? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've looked and there's nothing to there's nothing to change. Like, uh, but yeah, I was also I'm slightly better at losing now than I was in, for the Raiders than I was like 16, 17. I was an awful <laughs> bloke to be around, and when the Raiders lost, like, imagine your poor dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like at that time, so I was nineteen, twenty. So you're out every weekend. So most of the time, like the Raiders lose at five thirty on a Saturday, then you got to go out and like get drunk. <laughs> So yeah. you just yeah. having an awful, yeah. just one thing after the next you're, is bad times. You're depressed in the corner, yeah. smacking oh. schooners. Do you want, yeah, Did that motivate you for your sixth grade performances? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, so 2018, we, um, my girlfriend, at the, uh, my girlfriend's still now, but we'd only been together for about six months. And she, uh, for my birthday, got us a trip to Manly. Um, and while we were in Manly, we used to watch the Raiders play the Seagulls at Brookie. And um, so this is 2018. We lost the first three games of that season by five points combined. Um, <laughs> game three was the Beto flopping game. <laughs> yeah. So we're 0-3, and I, I had high hopes going to that season. Round one against the Titans, we're up 18-0 and lost. Um, so it was just, I was in, like, hated this team so much. But in my head, the way I, like, twisted around was I was like, they've been this awful to me. It has to mean if I'm going to go see them live, like, they're going to put in a stormer for me. Like, just, like, that's how I, like, computed it in my head. Yeah. Get down there, it's 26-6 to Manly at halftime. Oh, <laughs> we had to, I remember that game. We got pumped. Yeah. And we, yeah. I had to get the, like, ferry back to Sydney. I didn't talk the whole time. It was just me and my girlfriend. I'm on oh notes my on my phone, putting together lineups for the next week. Who I job? <laughs> <laughs> Who Who's a long-term, like, prospect of the club anymore? Because I was like, I hate every player Dude. on this team so much. Did um, GK ever bring it up with you? Was she sort of like, hey, like, I'm not sure, like, you know, this is this. <laughs> no, not sure this is the behaviour I'm looking for in a partner. <laughs> she's actually been very tolerant of it for, like, from the get-go. She's a diehard Lions fan. Oh, so yeah. really, oh, okay. really serious Lions fan. So she yeah. gets it to an extent, but she yeah. also isn't a toddler when they lose. So <laughs> yeah. that's tricky. But yeah, she just knows, like, my whole family knows, you just don't speak to me. Yeah, like, spe- yeah, don't yeah. speak unless spoken to after a Raiders loss. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard to get to that point. I I think my turning point was when I <laughs> so cried. Actually, Martin had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my turning point was when I cried after Melbourne lost yeah, the finals tough. to the Sharks. Maybe because I was like a lot of rum cans deep, but <laughs> that was a real deep dark place for me. And I was like, I can never cry in a public place again over my football team losing. <laughs> Well, and then I went to Ballymore and watched Jeeps. So <laughs> that was depressing as well. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I don't know, man. Sport's fucked. Sport is genuinely yeah. fucked. Especially when you're an emotional fan. Like, Ricky's an emotional coach. I think yeah. I'm the Ricky Stewart of fans, maybe. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, I mean, like playing professional sports is tough. Like, mm. me- like honestly, mentally, it is like it is a hard game. Like, it's not always. Uh, it's. Like, if you make it to that level, you're obviously, like, a physically, athletically gifted person. Yeah. Yep. So, like, in that sense, like, people are always like, oh, like, you train so hard. And you're sort of like, yeah, you do. But, like, you are pretty, like, blessed in a physical sense. So, it actually sort of, like, it's not super hard in that sense. But um, mentally, like, especially if you're in a team that's losing mm. or you're off contract and you're not playing well. Yeah. Like this yeah. like that's like it's not just like, you know, not just your, your job. Like if you gotta you gotta work and you're like yeah. you know print the wrong piece of paper or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's good. But when your when your job is also your life yeah. and things start turning bad like mentally like it is challenging. Fuck. Yeah. yeah Fans are imagine. so fickle man. Like when you're playing well they like you probably have DMs from the same person Whereas, like, when the Raiders are going well, they probably sent you something, I love you so much, man, blah, blah, blah. And then when you're going shit, like, please leave my club and die. Literally. Like, from the same person. Man, I literally had one bloke one week, he, like, abu- like sent, like, there's someone on Instagram or something, remember he, like, messaged me and he was sort of like, oh, like, you don't deserve to be in the 17, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, just, just abuse, yeah, like, yeah. typical. Yeah. And then I came out and had, like, a real good game that weekend. Literally, same bloke messaged me and he was like, Oh, mate, like, sorry about that. Like, you killed it this weekend. I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, fuck like, oh, yeah, What are you like, doing, what man? The fuck is, yeah, like, people like that. He's just like, Mate, like, get off the ice. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. anyway. So uh, fucked. But yeah, we might talk about your transition from uh, from a Raider <laughs> to well, from the, a Raider to Central Queensland, then to the Bachelor. How does that, how does that path go? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, mate, obviously, um, I did my knee in 2019. Yeah. And I was sort of like that. That turned into an uh, an absolute shit show, like the whole rehab and everything. But and then when COVID hit, I was like, I was sort of like, I, said, I was done. I was pretty, like, I was struggling pretty bad down in Canberra. Yeah. And I sort of wanted to get home anyway. And then COVID hit, and I was just like, that's like that's a final nail in the coffin. Yeah. I was pretty like, I was like, I'm done. I was pretty disillusioned. Like, I was disillusioned with footy, like just off it. I was just like, I'm done. Never again. Like, see you later. Went back out. Come back up here. Um, during COVID And I went back out West cutting timber With my old man Yep And um, And then 2021 uh, Had a Had a, had a um, Few mates Who were playing for Winham Yep um, Like Sammy Scott Aaron Rockley Those sort of boys Jaden Beryl And they were sort of like Oh mate Like we've got a Like cracking team this year Like we've got a good chance Taking out Like come down and have, a, have a game So I was like Yeah yep No worries at all So obviously Played the year there Lost the grand final Heartbreaking but, um, Very Raiders yeah. <laughs> And then I just yeah, I was back to the point Where I was just like I just like I just had no Like I was like I'd rock up the training And I'd just be like I'd just sit in my car And I was just like Oh 
I just do not want to be. Yeah. yeah. And like, and um, the old man was just like, mate, like, come back out west. Like, you know, it's like good work, good coin. I, I was just like, yeah, like, sweet. Um, so I went out there and obviously, um, you know, when you're sort of working in central Queensland, um, there's not many Sheilas getting around to talk about. No. And it's a pretty lonely The old, old Tinder runs out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if you jump on an app out there, it'll literally like <laughs> pop, it'll like pop up and be like, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah. If like, you are <laughs> way too far away from any woman. <laughs> so. I think, um, one of our, our mutual friend, actually, <laughs> his previous girlfriend. Yeah. So he used to jump on the pod occasionally. <laughs> yeah. His previous girlfriend found him in a clip on one of our TikToks and hit him up. Was like, if you're ever coming through Dolby, let's go to the pub and have a beer. Yeah. That's right. how he, so he used TikTok like Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Good on yeah, you. Like, yeah, there's just no, there's no other human within like 100 kilometres out there. Yeah. And it's pretty, pretty lonely. And I was, um, my um, two girlfriends of mine actually, like, um, they hit me up and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, the, the casting like is out for like The Bachelor. Um, you should like give it a go. And I was sort of like, oh, what have I got to lose? Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, absolutely, like, let's do it. And then I said to him, I was like, well, I don't even have, like, I was out west. I was like, I don't have a computer or anything. Like, so, like, I'll tell you what you need to know, but you like, put the application together for me and sweet. And then, like, a um, couple of weeks later, I get this call. Um, he's like, oh, it's um, Mike here from Warner Brothers. And I was just like, nah, Joe. Like, I was like, I was like wrong number, bud. <laughs> and he's like, nah, like Luke Bateman. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm chasing up about your bachelor's application. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And um, just sort of went from there and then, like interviewed with him. And then like the executive producers had like a had a call with them. And they were just sort of like, oh, mate, like love you. Like love to have you on. Love to have you on and um, send you through the contract. And if you can, like we literally was like in the space of like six weeks, went from like application to filming like, i signed the contract like literally like a week out and they were like see you in melbourne like, next mental. monday yeah flew down there and far out and then just yeah had a, had a whale of a time mate. Yeah. yeah it was yeah so, it looks like it a fun so, experience mate, it was so fun like i was like never something i've never like obviously like nobody's been involved in you know what yeah. I mean? but it was just like going in there i was like i have no idea what's gonna happen but i was like i'll just take it all in my stride i still remember like watching the first app and i reckon one of the most daunting things would be walking in and it's like just a whole fucking room of 24 chicks. girls like looking up and down yeah. oh. i'm literally like i'm like you know like i've walked down and i'm like these girls are literally expecting like tall dark handsome and they get western queensland like Honest toiler. Redneck. Tuckle yeah. bag. Nut trucker. Redneck. And all, I'm walking down there and I'm just like shaking like a shitting dog. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, these, they're going to take one look at me. And the women are going to be like, you know, thought we were fucking meant to get, like, thought this was the bachelor, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was so daunting. I was lit, mate. Oh, my heart was like racing, eh? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then just got stuck in it. But. What about like, going from like not seeing a girl pretty much for months to uh, <laughs> 24 girls who are there for you? Yeah, uh, interesting. I think my, my I was because I went. I literally went down there. And I was like, "Look, I was." Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof. Yeah, foolproof. Yeah, foolproof is the yeah. word I'm looking for. Method. Uh, it's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the, the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from twenty five dollars delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. 
That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone where we've heard klutzy talk about philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating i've seen klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but i've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fixed make sure you go to domino's uh try the philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our instagram and in our facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles, so check them out. And thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Like, I'm, I've got high hopes, mm. but, like, my expectations were, yeah. like, through the floor. Like, yeah. I was just, like, I was, like, you know, I don't think the, um, you know, the sort of, uh, the circle of women that would be keen on a reality TV dating show are probably, like, the most likely candidates for a long and happy marriage, you know. Yeah, and yeah. And sort of, like, so, look, I'll just take it with a grain of salt and just, you know, see how I go. And um, I think, like, my first sort of, like, five or six conversations, I was sort of like, oh, I was like, oh, this is, like, this is exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, like, not really... You know, and that, but to be fair, on the other hand, too, they were probably like talking to me, going like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. you know, like, and um, but then I had a, like, then literally I talked to Ellie, um, who's obviously my my partner now, God bless, and um, she was just like, "Oh, just like off the bat, like I was just like, in yeah, love. like literally, like immediately, I was just like, you are amazing, yeah, you are like so. She's just so normal, so nice, and literally from that moment on, like I just felt like so comfortable." Like, in the whole thing, because I was sort of like, I was just, yeah, like, I just met someone who I could talk to, and I was just like, yeah. sweet, I'm all good now, and then just enjoyed myself for the next five weeks. Uh, the most and fucked part with all that would be, like, it's the first night, and it's like, all right, that's who I want. Can oh. we just fucking speed up this process a bit? L- mate, literally, like, it was tough. And, like, though, like, no disrespect to any of the other girls that I dated or anything like that, and they're, like, they were, you know, they were really, really nice girls. But, like, it's hard when... You feel you feel that you're literally like, oh, like she's yeah. the one, yeah. And then you sort of have to sit down with someone else and be like, okay, like I'm really interested in you and this. Company. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it was tough. Yeah. And how does but, it work with dates? Like, do you have full control over who you choose for the group dates or a single date, or are they kind of pushing you to mix it up and do X, Y, Z? You sort of, oh, you do have a fair bit of control, like, but in the sense, like for me, because I was sort of like, well. Like, 
if I can't take Ellie on every date, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, you know, pretty open to whoever you guys want to suggest. But like, you can like they were sort of like, you know, who do you want? Like, you, yeah, could, yeah. you, were, yeah, you got you got a fair bit of say in it, like, and who you wanted there, and there might have been like the odd sort of suggestion or someone sort of put in put in for um for entertainment value. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can maybe wonder who yeah. that, that might have been. <laughs> yeah. um, but we, and were you choosing the like the, what was happening on the dates, or were they kind of pushed towards you? Like, did you Mate. actually choose to row? No, of because for goodness oh, sake, I was going to say I didn't have I didn't have a phone or wallet for five weeks. <laughs> like, and then but the thing is, they're like, all right, like you've got to act like that. Like you act like you're um. Like you've like you've organised everything. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you, you talk when at the start Mate, of each I'd day. I show up, but I wasn't even allowed to know what was going on. Like it was like you know secret Fuck. squirrel. And then so they'd be like, "You got to act like you know what's going on." And you'd rock up, and they'd be like, "So what are we doing today?" And I'm Mine's like, small. "I'm like I'm learning. I'm learning as you you are." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fucked. And like one of the one time. Uh, a, a bunch of flowers got sent to one of the girls yes. by me. Oh, by you? No, no, yeah, by oh, me. This yeah. is yeah. I don't think it made the the TV, but a bunch of flowers got um, sent to one of the girls, and it was from me. Anyway, then it was to invite her on a date. Mm. So then I get on the date, and she's like, "Oh, like thank you so much for my flowers." And I was sort of like, I was like, looked at her like real dumbfounded. And she was like, "Oh, like you didn't send it, did you?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, no. I was like, oh the, the flowers, the flowers, yeah, of course, like, yeah, yeah." I was like, "Sorry, yeah, of course, yeah, the flowers, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you liked them, yeah." <laughs> I'm, this, I'm sitting in a, you know, I'm sitting in my place with no phone, no wallet, like nothing, yeah. yet and driven everywhere by people, like, and then they're like, "Yeah, show up and." And make out like you have yeah. like organised the whole date. And I'm like, well, at least tell me what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. Give, us some, give us a bit of a heads up. <laughs> yeah, give, give the boy a heads up. Ricky Stewart would not put you <laughs> into a situation like that. <laughs> Ricky's never thrown me in the deep end like this. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you doing at nights and stuff? Have you got no phone? Like, what are you doing in your free time? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> like... Yeah, there's only so much alone time you can spend. Uh, yeah, especially like. in your head. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like you were sort of it was like it was a grueling. Like to be fair, it was pretty grueling. Like the schedule, like you were doing like six days a week, like twelve plus hour days from yeah. filming. So by the time you got home, like you were just like you, I was just just like I'm going to bed, like because that's yeah. all you want to do. Let's just go home. We went to bed, like yeah. yeah. We weren't even allowed TV, mate. We were allowed. But, like, but one night the lawnmower was watching the footy he claimed when one of the girls arrived. Mm, that might that have been just to make him look that like could a be a guy. Bre- that could be a breach of contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed to watch like the news. Like I'd go to a cafe and like you weren't allowed to like read the paper or anything. Like it was like Fuck. a total yeah, it was like a total like anything outside of like the bubble you're in, you're not allowed to know about. Like you knew nothing. So like I, I come out, like I'm finding stuff out. It's peak like, footy season, hey, as well. Yeah, like I like I'm coming out and finding out like who's won the origin and stuff. <laughs> oh. like, yeah. Literally, like, mate, you weren't allowed to know anything. But I think they do that, like they Obviously, put everyone in like this environment to try and create like as much sort of friction and intensity yeah. as possible. Hundred percent. TV, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Fuck. They don't really care about you knowing who's won the Origin. They just want. Like, yeah. They just want you to crack because you haven't slept in like three days. <laughs> they must have been so happy with you on the first night then. For uh, when you just went up to old mate Ben, <laughs> bro, that is one of the best alpha moves I've ever seen. And you got this big shit eating grin, and this poor bloke, this poor dude, is just there like, Ooh. yeah, like he's not the most fucking 
physically built bloke. And when you've yeah. got Raider 328 <laughs> just hulking <laughs> over, I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, so, started, so funny. Mate, he started talking with Ellie and I was like, mate, there's 23 other women here. Like, get away. Like, yeah. 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 Was, was it like set up by the producers for him? Because it's pretty much as soon as you were, like you and Ellie had quite a strong connection from the get-go. And it seemed like as soon as that got set up, he was like, well, actually, I want to date Ellie. Like, it almost seemed yeah. like they were like, this is too easy for Luke and Ellie. Like, let's oh. throw something there. Or is he just a lawnmower in his nature? Mate, I actually, <laughs> I genuinely can't say, eh? Like, I think, like, because yeah. all the boys, like, all of our sort of decisions and dates and everything got kept, like, completely separate. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I didn't even really know, like, I didn't know who the other boys were taking on dates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm fine. yeah. So, like, literally, like, I'd go on a date and like, I'd, I'd have no idea what, like, the other boys are up to or anything. And then, um, like, you'd only really find out. We got to have, like, a few, like, we'd meet up for, like, some bloke chats. So if you were sort of, like... Then when you do like a rose ceremony or you're filming something together and you had a bit of off time and you got to sort of sit together, yeah. um, you get to like have a bit of a yarn. You're like, oh, what did you get up to yesterday? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was interesting. It was one, <laughs> there was one day they like, I think you'd said something to Ellie or whatever and how they'd filmed it, she'd gone off to tell Ben that she wasn't interested in him and then they've got you in the background just, like, peering through the grass. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, God, they've set this man up yeah. so badly. And like, every group day, they're, like, yeah. like look, the spa day. Yeah. Like, hey, they're literally, like, I'm, like, probably, I'm literally probably, like, 100 metres away from them because, yeah. like, they're different locations. Yeah. And I'm just, like, looking at something random and they're, like, oh, yeah, you up. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's really, yeah, it's interesting how it all, like, it gets edited. Like, it's, it's sort of funny to... Like, see it, like, obviously live, like, you know, you know what you lived and then see how it's portrayed on, like, yeah. TV and how it's all edited and put together. It's it's, it's pretty interesting, like, yeah. pretty um pretty wild what they can uh, can do with a, yeah. with, a, with a mouse and a computer. My, one of my roommates, she picks when they choose different dialogue yeah, from different conversations. Speeches, yeah. Like, yes. her favourite thing is, like, yeah. that's a change, that's a change, that's a change. And it's like, fuck, it, they have – it's so funny how they chop and change yeah, it well, up. I could, like, I don't – yeah, I could pick it out because you're like – I'd hear myself talking and you'd be like, yeah, like, you know, like, hey, how you going? And then, like, my whole like, – I'd be like, uh, uh, like, the yeah. whole dial and pitch and, like, my tone, everything would change. You'd be like, that's, that's been clipped together. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. dog. Interesting that they, like, she picked up on it. Yeah. yeah. Some of it's pretty – like, some of it is so yeah. bad the way they cut it up. Like, you can hear it so clearly. Yeah. It's like a diff two different days. Yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've tried to do it with clips before and I'm just like, <laughs> that's a, I'll like record something at home and then I fuck it up. I'll, I'll just redo the ending and I'll do it again. It'll be like, it's fucked. Well, yeah, maybe I could yeah. be on The Bachelor as a producer one day. Great and stuff. And you like getting pressure from the producers. Like I know on shows like Maths and stuff, they talk about like if you're not act if you're, you're not acting the way they want you to, like they'll be like, we will destroy you on this edit or that type of thing. Like are they pressuring nah. you to do anything like that or is it are they a bit more chill than Nah, it may, like? it'd be way more chill than that. Nah, they would literally like, they wouldn't really pressure you to do anything. They might, they'd be like, they'd sort of be like, oh, we want like, we, we'd, we'd be pretty happy if like this happened on this date or we'd be pretty happy if you did this. But like you, you had a, like honestly you had a fair bit of free reign in like yeah. what you wanted to do what you wanted to say how you wanted to be like yeah. you know which I'd is good like be so much better than maths oh maths, would be, maths would be intense bro well it's yeah. funny I like I must have I reckon after like the bachelor thing happened I must have gone into like some sort of database because like a week after I'd sort of been like uh, accepted for the bachelor I got a message from 
um, Farm Boy's a wife casting and <laughs> maths casting too. Jesus. Yeah, so I must have like I must have gone in like some mailing list or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, hell. Yeah, because I had some. Yeah, she reached out. And she was like, "Oh, are you a farmer? And would you like to appear?" God, like, imagine yeah. the edit they would have put on you for Farmer Wants <laughs> a Wife. <laughs> If they did that with the whole fuck the wood oh, shop, oh my god, awesome! They'd be fucking carrying trees that, on actually, each other. That was something I got pressed into. They're like, "We need you to take your shirt off and cut some wood." And I was like, <laughs> "Please no. oh, I was no. like, I literally never like. This is the first time I'm using an axe. Like, I was like, I yeah. don't cut trees with an axe. Like, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, here's an axe. Like, and take your shirt off." And I was like, "Oh." That tough. just shows like the city thinking as well yeah. because why the fuck in this modern day would you get out <laughs> yeah, there with an axe with yourself? one axe by himself? Yeah, could, you, could you imagine how much coin I'd be earning if I was cutting <laughs> every tree by axe? <laughs> You'd be, be jacked as fuck though. 62 cents a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those mobile games where you like start off with a little axe yeah. and then get more money yeah. and progress your yeah. character. Yeah, build myself I'm up. addicted yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> my mate sent me that the other day yeah. and he was like bad he's like don't download this he goes you'll be cutting timber all day and all night <laughs> I think I'm getting the same ad at the yeah. moment yeah. so all the dudes outside all cold it's uh, like speed up yeah, that fuck. Way, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I downloaded it uh, <laughs> oh it's so good um, you, do you still keep in touch with many of the boys from uh, all the other two fellas from yeah. The Bachelor? Yeah, we yeah. got like a group chat and stuff. Like not yeah. like obviously Ben's in Melbourne and Wes in Sydney and like they got their yeah. own lives and I get like get along with them both. Yeah. But like yeah, like haven't like not not organising a um a end of season trip or anything. No, no, certainly <laughs> not. Wes hasn't fucking found himself anyone yet, has he? Nah, but I have been telling him, I'm like, mate. Like, just, you need to get on the horse, bud. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, fuck you, yeah. Like, it's time to... First round's the, always the hardest. The V, oh, the v page, bud, you got to get rid of them, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got to get rid of them eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, fuck, I forgot what his mum's name was, but, my God, she oh, said, like, uh, that was a very interesting episode yeah. that we watched in our household. I'll be 100% honest, man. I didn't I didn't even watch, like, any of, like, Ben's and Wes's stuff, eh? Yeah. I didn't even, like, I struggled, I literally struggled enough. For, like, I didn't watch... Most of mine, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I would sort of... Ellie would be texting me, and Ellie would be like, oh, like, you need to go watch, like, this scene of us. Was she giving you a bit and of film review, like Ricky Stewart, back oh. in the day? Oh. Mate, there are a couple... What's the scarier film review? There are, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably rather go, like, there were some, there were some um, episodes, and, like, I wasn't even watching them, but, like, I'd get, like, I'd get a fair dressing down, like, after an episode, like, I'd, like, you know, kiss another girl and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I copped a... Um, it was not. There were a few nights where I didn't have. Yeah, I felt like I was back in the in, the, in a <laughs> sticky video review. It's like copping yeah. a howler letter on Harry yeah. Potter. And I was just like, oh, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They scripted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pressured into doing yeah. it. Yeah, fuck it up. Yeah, oh, no, so I think good. to be oh, actually honestly, like it would be, and this is a thing like you don't think about like going into thing like that. Like if you actually meet a girl, and you leave with her. Like, how many people can say that your missus has to watch, like, yeah, you, you on TV yep. kissing and flirting and dating yeah. other women? Like, it's you know, fucked. fair play to, for, like, fair play to, like, she probably actually handled it, like, she handled it really well, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because if I had to, like, watch her go and kiss, like, a couple other blokes, yeah. Yeah. I would literally just be, like, losing it. You yeah, know I'd I mean? be so like, fucking pissed. I mean, like, you start a relationship and you're sort of, like, and you have to like keep everything under wraps, and then they've also got to go back and watch like watch when you weren't in a relationship. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, women are. You know that's pretty pretty challenging for them. Yeah, fucking <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My missus 
<laughs> we probably wouldn't be together. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, how many Rellos would still be together if, like, six months after you got together, you yeah. got to sit down and watch the last month you were single? Yeah. yeah. Like, Imagine you know, I look, if it was, like, Geordie Shaw rules as well. So you're just rooting. Like, that would be <laughs> yeah. so fucked. Mate, literally, because I went when I went down, I was literally like, because I didn't know anything. Like, I literally, yeah. like, they were like, everything was top secret. Like, so I was literally, like, I went down there and I was like, I have no idea what the setup here is. Like, I don't know what the rules are. So same thing, like, one of my very first questions was, I was like, like do like is do you have sex with the girls? Because I because yeah. I was like I genuinely like I'm not going like I was like, I do not want to yeah no I was like because like imagine like if you had like what are you gonna do like imagine if you like you met like a really nice girl like, obviously like you know if I'd met Ellie and then like you'd had sex with like two or three women mm. and then like at the you leave with her and then she's like hey what'd you get up to with the other girls like, like oh. yeah, you're like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. conversation. That was, that was literally like one of my first questions when i got down there i was like because i was like because i'm like that is not happening like yeah. i'm not doing that no way oh, fuck that yeah and then after like after you realize that you then all the girls are in like a, a mansion together Imagine if like one of them come back and she Bruh, was like, "There was already enough drama." As, as, oh, it's just fucked. Like, like there'd be enough drama. Like there could have been a show of twenty four women in a mansion. Like we didn't. The three yeah. boys didn't even need to be there. Like you know, yeah, it did seem like at the yeah. girls' house there were like all these groups and like yeah. there was proper beef going on between yeah, them. Yeah. Like and half of it didn't even make it to there. Like there was <laughs> like every day you'd rock up to like the mansion with the girls and you'd be like, so. What's happened? Because like, yeah. every day was something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Heaps of fucking tell. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good. Man, I love reality television. <laughs> I'm so fucking into it. Are you actually? Yeah, I've been getting into it. Dude, my missus is massive into... Um, Real Housewives. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. fuck. I'm actually so excited every time I rock up at her place and Real Housewives is playing. It gets me <laughs> fucking excited. See what the then g- you don't have to ask to put it on? No, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I've got, to, I've got to sit through another episode, yeah, do oh, I? Oh, fuck. So, like, we had uh, a mutual mate of ours, Crow. We had him on the pod years ago, and he said his favourite show was Real Housewives of Melbourne and refers to him as his girls, as Matty Dearlove. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Dealhoff. Oh my god! Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, so mate, it's good shit. But um, what's uh, what's happening next, mate? You staying out west, looking to come nah, this way, or well, nah? Um, oh, mate, I like I love cutting timber. It's actually like, mate, it's good out there. Like, it's good yeah, out, out um out west. I obviously grew up out there, so it's good. It's like being at home, but um, but no, nah, I don't think um Ellie's is uh, not too keen on moving to uh, Northwest in June. Yeah. And, uh, which <laughs> I'm surprised. Which, by that. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, I'm pretty sure. Like you know, you ask any sensible girl, I'm pretty sure they'd be all for it. So, <laughs> 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 nah, but yeah. So probably um, yeah, in the next couple of months, uh, transition back to back down here east and yeah, um, get stuck in something here. And Ellie and I will we'll get a joint together and. Move in and and you know I suppose yeah just have a have a crack at life. Fuck yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be awesome. I was looking forward to it, eh? Because like it's so so tough. Like obviously you film, you finish filming, and you're like you're, you've just fallen in love with someone, and they're like you two can't see each other for the next six months. That's so. And you're like what? Brutal. Yeah, and like mate, it was hard, eh? Yeah. Like there were tears on like FaceTimes, like mainly me. Like, yeah, you like, well, are the self-proclaimed softie. Oh mate, like I'm literally like I'm like I was like I'd cry on FaceTime. I'm just like I just want to like literally just sit with you. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, it's it's torturous so in a way. Doing so we're that. just like literally like we got to a point now. It's like you're sort of like all right. We just have like you're literally like starting again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right now, like everything's out in the open. We can like literally start from scratch. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Anyway. How good. 
I'm glad yeah. I'm, I'm glad we've turned the BB B Sports podcast into a uh, a dating and love <laughs> 45 minute talk. Oh, that's all right. I fucking <laughs> love people it. Listen for really, that's what man. the people. Yeah, it, it makes sense. <laughs> that's why everyone's here. I've um I've actually I'll leave you we'll, before we knock off. I've got a joke for you. So we'll, we'll finish it. We'll finish it on a good note. Okay. Right, so um, there's this fella um, for, from out west, actually, and um, he's got a real bad stutter. Anyways, Mrs. goes to him one day. His Mrs. Mrs. goes, um, oh, look, I need you to get rid of the stutter. Like, I'm sick of it, you know. Like, I just go to the doctor, get rid of the stutter. He's like, y- 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 no worries. And so, anyway, goes to the doctor next day, and the doctor goes, hey, mate, what, what can we do for you? He goes, oh, the, 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 the stutter, the, 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 the missus wants it gone. And the doctor goes, oh, mate, like, shouldn't be a problem at all. Like, we'll, we'll sort it out. Um, just strip off and give us a look at you. So, yeah, strips off. And the doctor goes, oh, mate, no, it's wrong straight away. He goes, you've got a 12-inch penis. <laughs> he goes, oh, mate, what we'll do is he goes, we'll cut six inches off your penis and um, your stutter will be gone. He goes, oh, g- g- great. Anyway, gets the surgery, goes home, walks in, goes, oh, look, stutter, gone. She goes, oh. Beautiful, fantastic, like over the moon. She goes, what'd they do? He goes, oh, they just had to cut six inches off me, Willie. And she goes, oh, yeah, beautiful, happy. I'm just glad the stutter's gone. You know, they're in bed that night making love. And she goes, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 pull up. No, you know what? Actually, I can live with a stutter. Go back to the doctor tomorrow, get the six inches back. Goes, right. <laughs> Rocks up the doctor the next day and he goes, um, oh, doc, the missus, she's not happy. Um, can I get that six inches back? And the doctor goes, that... <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant! That's fucking brilliant. Well, mate, thanks for jumping on. I think that's all we got time for today. It's a great no way to end it. Nah, thank you very much for having me on. You've, you've made our small little friend over here very, very happy. It's been a long time coming. It has, it has been. been a long time coming. It has uh, been. No. Appreciate it, boys. Uh, awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on Monday with uh, Blowing the Froth Off. Bye for now.